back room of a small bar in Toronto called the Transact Club, Evil Dead the Musical made its debut, and like the movie was based on, it became a cult sensation. Tonight on Survive the Night Podcast, we're talking Evil Dead the Musical. All right, nice and quick, and we're back in here. We did it. We did it. Here, we're here. Yeah, we're here. Uh, this is going to be a weird kind of side talk, I guess, because <laughs> um, this is not, in fact, a Sam Raimi production so much as it no. is based on the Sam Raimi production. We are going to be talking about Evil Dead the Musical. Hell yes. Uh, we. It sounds like we both just watched it. Like, I watched it about an hour ago, and I think you finished about the same time-ish. Yeah, I've... I finished like 30 minutes ago, something like that. Right. Sure. Um, so this is one that I have been wanting to see in person for a long, long time, and it just kind of never worked out. It's actually funny because I looked up if they were coming anytime soon, and yeah, this October, there's going to be one in the city about 40 minutes away from me, so I might actually see if I can go do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go see. Uh, I'm going to quickly take a look to see if they're doing one near you. Do you know where Vineland, New Jersey is? No. I'm guessing NJ is New Jersey, right? Yeah. What about Red Bank? It's in New Jersey. Um, Off the top of my head, no. But New Jersey is not a large state. Sure. It's just I don't have a car. (laughs) Well, if you can get to Vineland, Vinland, Vineland, it's at the Landis Theater, October 24th to 29th. So for that week, and it's in mm-hmm. Red Bank, New Jersey, between August or for two nights at the Vogel, uh, October 28th and 29th. So you could also see it if you were so inclined or knew where that stuff was, I guess. Mm-hmm. I am curious, so I'm actually looking up. Vineland, Vinland. I hate when something can be pronounced like two ways. Vineland looks Red. like it's actually yes. near Philly, almost. Yeah, Red Bank's way closer to me. Yeah, I don't even see where Red Bank is. Uh, Vineland looks like in the middle south. Uh, looks like maybe yeah. a few hours from Atlantic City from what I'm seeing on the map, if uh-huh. that means anything. Yeah. Atlantic City probably means something to you because I, I mean I've heard of Atlantic City so <laughs> yes and yeah I don't I see went, Red Bank I on here to at all. Atlantic City to gamble one time with friends okay okay is that like a really far trip for you no no it's it was like a bus ride in oh, the okay. morning and then a bus ride at, at the end of the day oh okay so honestly, it wouldn't be that bad to go to either of these, but yeah, I don't see Red Bank at all, so I have no idea where that is on here. Either way, uh, at to, at a city near you, I don't know. If you go to their Evil Dead the Musical site and you're curious, you can see for yourself, but 
Uh, for me, it's Lethbridge County is the one that's here in Alberta and close. Close Lethbridge uh-huh. is um, kind of a trendy hipster college town. It's become it's a bit it's known as the Windy City in Alberta. That's not even a joke. Uh, <laughs> known for their wind down there and their tech school of new media and arts, and that's where one Sean Booker from TDP fame. Went. Oh man. So he lived in Lethbridge for a long time. A long time, gotcha. even like two years or four uh-huh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's your geography lesson for today. <laughs> uh, I might go see this thing, especially after watching the musical. Uh, the best way you can watch anything, a digit, not even fully digital and like analog 360p rip of a fucked up tape of one of the original (laughs) showings that was used as promo material in 2003 Mm -hmm. that's the version i watched and i confirmed with you that is also the one you watched yep that's all i could find um instantly instantly i wished there was a better version (laughs) <laughs> this is this was an absolute terrible version and not even because of the VHS not even because of the blown out color the lighting that is just really hard to make out kind of what's going on until they do like a close up shot or whatever uh just the kind of bad quality in general on an HD TV um it's none of that the big problem is they didn't fucking mic up the main character what the fuck man <laughs> Everybody else had mics on uh-huh. and you could tell because they were like you could hear them throughout and then they would blow out your fucking eardrums anytime they screamed, which is a lot, by the way, except the character that played the dude that plays Ash didn't have anything. So you couldn't hear uh-huh. fuck all that he was saying. And he has the most speaking lines. <sighs> Anyways, that's my uh, big I, issue. Hmm. My audio was actually pretty okay. I could hear everyone no, fine. Mine was absolutely... So I watched this on my TV. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. A standard living room away from the TV. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing too big. I feel like if I had watched this at my computer with, like, earbuds, it probably would have been negligible. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not in the situation Ooh. that I was watching it. And that's a bummer because, yeah, I thought a lot of it was actually quite good just in general. <laughs> Did yeah. you have any overarching thoughts just to start off? I mean, Moose out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, so- uh, yeah, I, I wonder if the the particular file I found had the audio cleaned up a little or something. Cause the, I, I didn't have any problem with the sound balancing on mine, you- but I know the, uh, I know the, like the visual quality was, it was the same VHS tape. It looked like it was ripped from. Hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of, honestly, I'm kind of curious to maybe see. I've, this actually made me want to see there's other, like, I don't know, recordings, rips, whatever you want to call them, of mm. this on YouTube. One of them is a 2007 off-Broadway cast, which sounds great. The mm. only reason I didn't watch that one is because I started it, and it's like 
filmed from the audience or whatever. Gotcha. So you don't get like you don't mm-hmm. get a great. The thing about the one we watched is that they it was filmed by like the production company. So you get close ups of the characters when they're doing specific things or there's like a sight gag where the char- the person playing Cheryl's reading uh, Bruce Campbell's biography like at the mm. beginning of this or whatever and they do like a zoom in so you can actually see what she's reading just stuff like yep. that makes the viewing experience for us better here it's just that the mm. quality was off for me yeah because it it's for a VHS tape yeah so that's kind of a bummer but it's it wasn't the worst for me it was the sound quality uh, yeah if, if it was better sound quality I would have been super super in um yeah. overall yeah as a musical i think this is pretty funny it adapts evil dead one and two into kind of one giant story that happens throughout the night where evil dead one happens up to the point where basically all the friends are dead and then mm-hmm. act two is uh after the intermission is evil dead two essentially uh mm-hmm. But, like, kind of not really because there's Evil Dead 2 stuff sprinkled in with uh, the first act as well. So, yeah, yeah it's just kind of a also, giant retelling of both. Yeah, and they sprinkle in a bunch of one-liners from Army of Darkness. Yeah, from all of them. It's every every one-liner you can think of, it's in here. Yes, <laughs> it, they, they got all, all the one-liners in there. They had a checklist and they hit them all. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which was actually kind of impressive how they did some of them. Uh, they uh-huh. even did kind of like the epilogue of Evil Dead 2 where he lands into the 1300s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. Like as much as you can with a single stage play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still the cabin is still back there. Theater yeah. of the mind. Theater of the mind. Totally. They do a good job enough of it. Like yes. anytime they're outside, yeah. they do the lights that make it look like moonlight going through tree branches and it obscures totally. the back enough. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. And uh, like I'm having a good time. I'm willing to, you know, I'm, I'm give myself over to what they're doing. You definitely have to watch like I've seen a few musical like stage musicals, I should say, because this yeah. is a theater stage musical. This is not. A like uh, sound of music type musical when we say that just to be mm-hmm. abundantly clear in what you're getting used to or getting yeah clear. um and yeah you kind of just have to view it from a different mind mind state or whatever the theater of the mind is 100 percent correct i do kind of wish that this was a bigger production with maybe one or two sets more um because i just thought it'd be mm-hmm. neat but you don't need yeah. it or anything. I just thought I wouldn't no. liked it personally. Yep. Um, what if you had one other set? What set would you want? Yeah. So the other set I was thinking that you probably do is the basement. Mm-hmm. But the set I would want is just like an outside one with the bridge. Mm hmm. I just want to see that fucked up claw bridge. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> what If you could put one more in, which one would you choose? I th- I think I would do the basement just because, like, we have a whole, like, 
a whole thing. Yeah. Fight sequence that's just people making noises from off stage. Totally. Yep. <laughs> I could see you getting away with like just a standard outside set with like a work shed as well. I could mm-hmm. see that being good for a whole bunch of parts. <laughs> but yeah, I think the basement is what you what you would do if you were going to do one more. So actually talking this through now, it's pretty clear that you do not, in fact, need another set. No. Because <laughs> the one that you would get is basically just for a fight scene, uh, even though that's a pretty important part, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, if you had it, you um, would use it more, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who is in this. I know it's produced by or something by just for laughs do you know what just for laughs is that company i have no idea okay so this is a very canadian thing (laughs) just for laughs is a comedy festival that happens in montreal and um the reason why we know about it here is because when the comedy channels and stuff like that i think even sometimes like the main tv things or TV channels got them when they were the big ones, they would have the festival would happen and we would just see rerun after rerun of every comedian, like every comedian that was big or made it big. We saw mm-hmm. up here doing like a set at the just for laughs comedy festival. Gotcha. Um, and also they did a bunch of just weird, like prank shows and stuff like that. And it's especially weird because the prank shows were just like, very visually like visual gags or whatever because it was all Mm. french right and we don't speak french in the west here so it just Uh had like music playing over them basically doing slapstick gags and (laughs) stuff like that and i remember growing up just thinking why aren't they like saying anything and just be like oh because first of all it's the style but second of all it's because you wouldn't understand it anyway (laughs) so it's whatever uh, so for me, it was kind of weird to see that, but then it made sense because I believe this musical was written by a Canadian that put it together originally. So gotcha. it makes sense that he would have went through whatever Canadian channels he could have to get it produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yep. Uh, it has since been like you can go to their site apparently and get the rights for your to do it in your city or with your troop or whatever i don't know any of that stuff because i would never look into that stuff myself but Mm -hmm. uh it has led to like this thing being spread around in different places and whatnot um a thing i found interesting and we kind of see a little bit of that here also is that this show has a splash zone warning where you are going to get splashed with blood uh-huh. in it and that makes sense because they definitely yeah. do the just like random blood shit <laughs> in spots mm-hmm. which is pretty great i thought it was pretty good yeah. cool i'm i'm sure it's better now too because we watched the version that came out 20 years ago <laughs> yeah uh-huh that happened 20 years ago and this thing's still going on now uh okay so right from the get-go i the things we have to talk about is the songs, right? It's a musical. The thing that makes it a musical is we've seen the story. The thing that makes us different is 
the way the actors play through it and the songs. Mm-hmm. And I have to be honest, I wasn't too impressed with a good handful of the songs in this. There were a few that I was just like, yeah, okay, that's funny, that's good. But some of them I felt were kind of lazy, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought it was just overall fine and nothing to nothing was that memorable. Um, but it wasn't, I was never like, oh, this is fucking garbage. Except, and the, by the end of the musical, I was really feeling like you guys, you ran out of material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's where it got bad for me too. Uh, in yeah. the end, uh, do the yeah. Necronomicon was embarrassing oh in God. a way it shouldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the thriller. Let's see what you're doing. Yeah. So it starts off pretty good uh, with Cabin in the Woods, where they're just like, we're just five students going to Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay, uh-huh. that's stupid and funny. Uh, <laughs> the it, It's followed up with Housewares Employee, which is Ash and Linda, and their whole song about how, like, she's, how did a perfect girl fall for a Houseware employee or whatever? Or how did a Housewares Employee fall for the perfect girl? <laughs> so uh-huh. stupid. There's like some good writing in there as well. Uh-huh. Um, I really like at the beginning of this how often they're just told to join them, just join mm-hmm. us, like consistently. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. good, good uh, join us stuff for sure. Uh, so in this. It starts off with Ash, Linda, Scott, Shelley, and Cheryl. Uh, and they are definitely made into more teen stereotypes than they even are originally. Uh, oh, Ash? A, th- a thousand percent. Yeah. They're all they're all turned up to like 11 in terms of being a trope. Yeah. Ash is like kind of immediately Ash in this. Um, mm-hmm. he's a little bit nerdy Ash for a bit, but like, I don't know. He's probably the most normal ish character in this because. Yeah. Well, have- yeah. Cause they're immediately putting on the like S smart stuff from army of darkness on to that character. Yeah. Just from yeah, the start. He- and, uh, Linda's whole thing is that she's the girlfriend. Like that's yeah. literally her whole thing in this. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, she is more, she is also a relatively normal person in how she acts. And then it goes downhill. Scott is the biggest douchebag in the world. (laughs) Just automatically Uh the biggest douchebag. Yeah. You really feel the uh, written in 2003 with just how many times he says bitch. (laughs) Just constantly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Cheryl is very much the, like, I'm the stupid kid sister who's tagging along that, like, they don't want me here and I complain Uh about stuff. But that's not even too, too bad. What's her whole thing is Scott saying, shut up, you stupid bitch or something like that. Calling her stupid bitch over and over again. Over and over again. 
It's like the family guy, like everybody's mean to Meg for some reason. It's that essentially. Yes. Uh huh. It's extremely early 2000s humor. I'm going to be real. The first time he said it, I actually thought it was funny. Every subsequent time, I was like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> like, yeah. you ruined uh-huh. your joke. Yeah, they just but did it too much. <laughs> the first time I found it pretty funny, I was just like, shut up, you stupid bitch. Or something like, oh my God, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it just happened over and over. Um, and Shelly's a whore that's literally her thing she even like has a song where she's saying when they she goes evil she like sings about how she's now like an evil dead slut essentially Mm. just like a normal one or something I don't know she's just a whore her the funny thing there is that nobody has any connection to her and that's like super true in the original thing (laughs) (laughs) Like she definitely felt like kind of the outsider because it very much was Scott is Ash's friend, Linda is his uh-huh. girlfriend, Cheryl's his sister, and Shelly's here. Uh huh. And then Scott kills her when she becomes a demon, and uh, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they play it up pretty good too, where Damn. he's like. Ash is afraid to shoot her or whatever and Scott's like you don't even know her (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's some good shit uh Mm -hmm. whoever plays Cheryl in these uh like in this version she was very very good but I think if you're gonna play Cheryl in this play you have to have some pipes on you though he she does some belting yes Uh (laughs) uh-huh for sure and uh yeah i really really liked what they did with cheryl they kind of just made her every monster essentially (laughs) Mm -hmm. because yeah i guess what else it makes sense why would you have a uh oh my god what's her name a henrietta Henrietta. if like (laughs) why would you have a basement monster if you already have a monster you throw into the basement right like, I kind of, it's like, yes, it would make more sense if that had been Cheryl and Evil Dead 2 instead of Henrietta. Totally. Like, it just would have been more compelling, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody cares about Hen- Henrietta has no <laughs> yeah. like, basis in anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I thought, the the, the way they use Cheryl, I really, really liked in this. Uh, everybody else is kind of a background player, and they all have... Their moment, I guess. Cheryl has the tree moment, only she gets like hugged by a group of trees and it goes black. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's that seems appropriate. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's uh-huh. fine. Uh, <laughs> she's she does have the like moment of screaming to shut it off or whatever with the mm-hmm. tape playing and like the little freakouts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I really like her It Won't Let Us Leave song. I thought it was pretty good. And then the next song, like, after all that, and she turns is, look who's evil now. And she just starts, like, she just stabs a pencil randomly into uh, Linda. It, like, gets her off the... I really like how they just did mm. all of that stuff. That I thought every time Cheryl was on screen was one of the highlights of this whole thing for me. <laughs> I really liked her. Totally. Uh, she did. She was very good. They And they gave her that character, that role, a lot of meat. Yeah. 
which I'm glad because I really thought at the beginning that they did her dirty. Like she was really to- totally. Yeah, she was done dirty at the beginning. <laughs> so I'm glad that she. Yeah, kind of like had you, her you compare like her as a normal person. You compare that to the original role. You're like, oh man, that's that's a fucking hit job. Yeah, uh, but you know, giving yeah. her all the the Henrietta meat. Totally makes it a much more fun role and a bunch of good song stuff too. Yeah, uh, and I'm like really, a lot of range. Totally. Like you can definitely you need a person who's good in that role. Yes, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, so the look who's evil now thing is pretty great because it's just like the women like being evil and mm-hmm. like it's just great. But I really like that after their parts done, <laughs> Scott and Ash have their song. What the fuck was that? <laughs> 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 yeah all the beginning uh, stuff i found really really good yes in this yeah thing. i just i think the uh the the songs in act one are just stronger yeah overall for sure yeah i don't remember join us that song really but i'm sure it was okay the one i want to call out here is good old reliable jake holy shit <laughs> So Jake is the hick from Evil Dead 2, in case people just need a quick reminder, who, um, is it Bobby Joe? Is his Bobby wife? Joe! Bobby <laughs> Joe! First of all, there is a great line of like, well, I'm supp- I was supposed to be walking here with my wife, Bobby Joe, but having her here would be redundant, <laughs> or whatever. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> We already had a woman get attacked in the woods. Yeah, that, so that role is filled. Yeah, I thought that was great. That is a yes. great just little gag. And then there's the whole like he can get them to the cabin song essentially, uh-huh. where how do you think all this stuff has happened? It's because of good old reliable Jake, and it had very <laughs> big uh, the uh, Stonecutters song type thing. Uh huh. <laughs> where it's just like he Jake does everything. <laughs> for people yes. or whatever yeah that song was just great i really really enjoyed it that it very role funny. is great too yeah he mm-hmm. was super super good uh that's kind of where like act two ends ish well it ends with ash cutting off his hand <laughs> because of course it does yeah uh and yeah act two's songs are pretty bad so i'll just quickly give you the list in case you don't have it up it's a bit part demon uh, all the mm. men in my life keep getting killed by kandarian demons do the necronomicon <laughs> it's time Bad. and hail to the king yeah uh every song here is bad hail to yeah. the king is okay as a finisher but it's i also don't think it's that strong <laughs> i agree so bit part demon is probably the best out of these and it's literally just ed saying (laughs) how like he never got a talking role and everybody forgets he's there and i mean that's true i always forget that that character is there in evil dead 2 it's uh the chauffeur boyfriend or whatever of annie for people who also don't remember just as a heads up and I like that he's like, now that he's a demon, he has a talking role and he's doing a song and then it just gets cut short by getting shot. 
Like, yep. I thought that was a pretty good gag. Um, He's a all the men in my gag. Yeah. <laughs> all the men, in, all my the men in my life keep getting killed by Kandarian demons. It's just bad. It's it just bad. Sounds bad. It's the phrasing is bad. <laughs> yep. It's super fucking stupid. Do the Necronomicon is embarrassing. It's so bad. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty cringe. Yeah. <laughs> you know if it Homer's saying it's pretty cringe. It's real bad. <laughs> every part, every part about that was and it sucks because that's kind of the end. Like it's not the actual end. But I mean, that's is, supposed to be the big demon like war party or whatever. Yeah. Uh and it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember it's And they don't have, and it's like, just, they didn't, like, that one just needed more work. Like, they didn't come up with good dances. Just like, yeah, yeah, dude, left for Garmacom, you know, the thriller. Or you (laughs) throw a lasso? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember it's time. So, at all. So, whatever. Uh, And Hail to the King is... Yeah. It's Hail to the King is fine, but by that point I was checked out, kind of. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, fine. Those last two, there's like some good staging of stuff. It's like the thing they thought out clearly was like how the demons and Ash are going to be like posed, yes. but they didn't um, put enough work into the music that went along with that. Actually, that's true. The court. <laughs> visually the choreography and stuff is definitely much more of a play in act yeah. two where it's kind of like i don't know a, a retelling of every event up until then if that makes mm-hmm. any sense but yeah, yeah it feels more like a play in act two with bad mm-hmm. music uh and that sucks but i don't know it's still watchable like it's still okay i think yeah uh, yeah, it just feels fact, it feels unfinished. It does in the back half, which is and honestly it, like this is not the first musical I've felt that way about. <laughs> yeah, like they just don't know how to. Yeah, how to the act them. twos are harder for songs. So fun fact for you, we watched the 2003, I don't know, like original edition or something. Yeah, uh, there is a different set. Well, an updated set for 2006 and on. So we watched the, like, prototype, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So uh, Act 1 is pretty much the same. In fact, now that I'm looking at it, it is almost exactly the same. The only difference is they do a reprise of Houseware Employee. (laughs) So... That's great, I suppose. Uh, Act 2, however, has two new songs that we did not see. One called Ode to an Accidental Stabbing, which is features Jake and Annie. Uh-huh. Lord only... Oh, That's I totally know. she stabs him with the Kandarian dagger. Yep. <laughs> okay. I kind of want to guess. That. I guess he gets to sing a song. <laughs> Ode to an Accidental <laughs> Stabbing is just a great name for a song. Um, And then it kind of changes up. So Do the Necronomicon is there still, and It's Time is there. 
Apparently, they also didn't think Hail to the King was that good because that no longer exists. That's <laughs> that's replaced by We Will Never Die by the Demons and the final song Blew That Bitch Away by the whole company. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they didn't say the word bitch enough. <laughs> so... Yeah, and it's uh, funny because I thought Hail to the King out of all of those other songs was like one of yeah. the more okay ones to end on. And like, I, and you know, even regardless of the song, I think that's the right idea to end the thing on. Yes, for sure. Not, but blow that bitch away seems like not the right <laughs> idea to end it on. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, the music, the music is kind of a bummer, kind of a letdown. I think it's okay. It's it could have been so much worse. All in all, it's a it could have been so much worse. I've seen worse. <laughs> like yes, that's the thing. Um, I do wonder if you watched this and never even saw or heard of the original Evil Dead stuff, what your opinion of the story and the acting and the music would be. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel like you would you would have uh, some ideas about Evil Dead's coherence and it being like one thing that might and be you would inaccurate. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> you would be right because that series is not coherent. Like I yeah, I mean they they do a lot to like make things more one thing than Evil Dead is. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um Okay, and we kind of touched on it, but are there any like standout ca- cast characters? Anything? I mean the moose. Moose is standout character. So the moose is I was really surprised there was just a Muppet in this thing. <laughs> that was kind of surprising. Uh I can't remember anything the moose really said, but Is that during are... like look who's evil now? Yeah. Is that probably. what the moose comes in on? <laughs> Pro- no, it's probably under join no, it's join us. Cheryl and Moose are credited with okay. that one. Oh, there there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. join us. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just so funny, that puppet with his googly eyes. Ah, oh, so the good. The puns, the puns that Cheryl does. And oh, yeah. my God, it is actually insane <laughs> how great, how bad some of them get. Uh, some references There's... I didn't even catch on to. I can't remember them because I didn't know them when I heard them the first time. So I couldn't remember what they were. Yeah. Uh, There's yeah. a line later of um, uh, Annie's like, "Do they all do all the demons rhyme like that?" And she's like, N- "No, just her." Oh, that's the one you left alive, huh? <laughs> yeah. There was actually, you know what? I gotta give it to them. The joke writing was pretty spot on for a lot of it. It was. I, I was surprised at how how good a lot of their bits were. Like honestly, I got to the point where I'm like, you know, you didn't have to use every one liner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like like actually, your some of your bits were 
just better than just straight doing the one-liner to do the one-liner. Um, again, some, some of, the of their comedy less less good, but but and some of them fit very well. That's true. But by this in the second half, I felt like they were just they were stuffing some in. Sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I thought the like good bad on the man with a gun fit really well. Yeah, that one. I mean, that line just like, just fucking rules. That's such a good line. Yeah, it just <laughs> it just works. Uh, honestly, the way they fit in "Hail to the King" worked as well. Mm-hmm. Be, but I mean, of course it did because they put him into a time when kings existed. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one it was that like kind of bugged me, but I don't remember. Okay, what are some of the Evil Dead one-liners? We'll we'll figure this out live on podcast because that's the <laughs> best way to do anything is when other people uh-huh. are listening. There's uh this is my boomstick. That one is terrible, actually. Yeah. Though he, he they literally he literally just screams it at yeah. was it Cheryl, I think. Basically, yeah. That's who he was aiming at. And he gives the whole speech about the price of the gun and stuff for me. Like, it's the whole yeah. spiel. It's the, yeah. It's kind of funny because he gives that whole spiel there, but it f- does not fit at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants doesn't really fit as well. Even though, like, that line can fit, it just feels contrived mm-hmm. when they put it in there. Yeah. Um, I thought the, like, you got real ugly fit okay, because, I mean, that was his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. He's like, that yeah, one you worked. worked that in. Yep. That one worked. I'm a, <laughs> for how much they like to use bitch, I'm a, fr- I'm. A little surprised they didn't do yo she bitch let's go or anything like that in there true because that would have fit <laughs> maybe they did uh-huh. and i just didn't notice because my audio was terrible <laughs> I don't, yeah i don't think they did <laughs> i don't think they did either i was uh i feel like i was pretty pretty on um mm-hmm. with finding all that stuff the who he, he said the who's laughing now thing he did uh, yeah it's really the boomstick one i remember I rem- yes that's that's the that's definitely the part of the movie where i was like okay okay guys <laughs> yeah i thought the groovy was good just yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was just good oh uh, i don't i guess i don't have really anything much more to say about the thing as a play this definitely this definitely has the problem of this is meant to be seen in person and feel the energy of the room and like not only the crowd but the players there in front of you the way we saw it is the worst way you can actually see this type of medium uh well i guess besides just listening to it that would be worse (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, I I really, really do want to see this thing live. And uh, just as like a small aside, 
it's this is cool that this came from Canada. We don't have a lot of stuff. <laughs> so like I really like when somebody here does something that is really cool and gets like some attention, even though it's a contrived version of something that has a huge cult following, but you know, whatever. <laughs> One point for Canada. Woo! On the board. <laughs> yeah. Um this I I want to see other renditions now really bad though of some of these songs and see mm-hmm. how things are different. I sure. I think this would be cool to see in like what what is off Broadway mean exactly? Is that just like I know it's not Broadway, but is that basically Broadway, but, like, the sideshows, essentially? I mean, like, technically, it's just supposed to be literally not on the street Broadway, on one of the the streets off of Broadway. (laughs) But does it have the same, like, actual, like, uh, good company, like, theater companies working on it? I mean, it depends. Okay, yeah. That's like they're off Broadway stuff that's fucking better than anything that's on Broadway, so <laughs> I like uh, it kinda the, depends. The fact that this was this had an off Broadway show or run or whatever, like yeah. I think I thought that I think that would have been cool to see. <laughs> totally. It, it could be coming it could come back, I'm sure, at some yeah. point too. Mm-hmm. Uh would you go see this in person? Yeah, if I were, you know, into going to see things in person. Yeah. But for sure. <laughs> yeah. What about 4D experiences? I don't know what 4D oh. is. I've been trying to kind of read what this is. <laughs> I mean, I fucking hate 4D. 4D yeah, is like, know. that's where your chair shakes and they oh. put fog machines in the theater and they spray you with water in your face. And it's they put scents, they release scents into the room. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, I was accidentally in one of those theaters once, and I, like, left with, like, 10 minutes with, like, an extremely elevated heart rate. Like, I just had to fucking get out of there. I really took negatively to my experience with that kind of theater. Is it just, like sensory overload or is it just like annoyance that makes it bad like like both okay oh that's too bad i mean if you want to see a man drown and then get spurted with water in your face then it's the experience for you it's really like the the shaking in that no i mean i wouldn't want to see fucking any like i don't want my chair to move yeah (laughs) Okay, that's fair. What about like, I don't want to be jostled with blood? Getting sprayed in the face with blood, I would, I would probably rather not. But you know, if yeah. you're in the splash zone, you're in the splash zone. It is what it is. Uh huh. Sure, that's fair. Um, apparently there was something that they were doing in 2019 on this, but I don't really know. I'm kind of trying to like on the fly find out some information to see this thing if I'm going to be honest <laughs> I know it's like the worst time to possibly do it but um, 
I think this is one that if I can, I'm going to go see this October. I think that would be really, really fun. I remember my, yeah. I think I, I can't remember. I think I've even told it on this series that we're doing. A friend of mine went to go see it and like, I was like super jealous and kind of pissy about it <laughs> that I didn't go or wasn't invited or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so I would like to fix that. And then here's the like kicker is I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to go and I'm going to get like the B team. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's always a possibility or you get like, I mean, the real is you get the B actor in a key role. Like and Cheryl. you're just like, yeah, and you're just like, oh, that's this is such a bummer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we just got happens. The, we got the understudy because the real Cheryl that plays this part got COVID, so now you get this person who hasn't been practicing and sucks. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. All right, uh-huh. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this thing was fun though, like just in general. I yeah. don't think I ever need to see this again. However, I do want to see different variations of it because that's kind of like seeing it again for the first time, which is kind of what makes this type of medium fun for people. And yeah, me, totally. I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's that's all I have to say about that. You have anything I, more? I mean, I would be disappointed seeing a different production and the moose isn't as good. Now, I'd be disappointed. Ar- Army of Darkness, the musical, you think better or worse, just theoretically with the subject matter or whatever, and like getting a bunch of weirdos on a stage, a bunch of drama kids to act it out. Worse? I don't think that... Like, I just don't think the the characters in that lend themselves as well to the material. Like, sure. like, like the thing, part of what, I don't know. I, I like the way that they just took the character, like they just turned up all the tropes of the characters. Yeah. I thought was a really good idea for adapting this to the stage to make yeah. all those characters like just one thing or whatever. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And right. like just and the single cabin set of Evil Dead just works so well for a stage production. Yeah, I don't think like Army of Darkness, this whole thing is some one liners and quips and then kind of like a giant fight. Cause, <laughs> like you would have to figure out how to do like the little ash thing. And you would have yeah. to figure out how to do the skeleton army fight. Yeah. There's just it's so much more of Evil Dead is like production. <laughs> in yeah. that way. Yeah, that's true for sure. Yeah, I think I agree. Um also, if somebody is listening to this and they're interested, just like look this shit up on Google or YouTube. It's literally that easy. The one we we watched, I don't know if it's this exact same file or whatever because it mm-hmm. sounds like your audio is better is literally just like Evil Dead the Musical original full version with 300-some thousand views. Yeah. <laughs> so you can watch it that way. Uh, maybe watch one with like some better production if you can, or like at least in 720p would be cool. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Probably yeah. not the best way to first experience the story, <laughs> but you know, a fun oh. alternative. <laughs> you'll just you'll you'll just always be missing the moose. Yeah. Where's the moose? Where's the Any, moose? Anytime the moose isn't on the stage, <laughs> everybody's got to ask, where's the where's moose? Where's the moose? Exactly. All right. Well, that was fun, but things are going to get super unfun. Not for us, because <laughs> the movie's pretty good. But I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> but for everybody involved, when we watch <laughs> Evil Dead, the 2013 version, which is very much more a fucked up horror version of Evil Hell Dead. yes. Uh, I'm all about it. <laughs> there is so much blood in this fucking movie. <laughs> there is so much of it. If I remember, doesn't it just like rain blood? Like literally? Yes. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of blood, so stay tuned for that and that'll be... Uh, These characters time. just have a bad time. It's so rough, yeah. <laughs> this apparently doesn't have that high of a rating from users. I would have thought it'd be higher than three out of five, because I think it's a bit higher than that. I, but. There's a thing I like. I find Evil Dead fans, I find generally, are not that high on it, on the remake. Yeah, probably because because it's not it's not silly. It's like as far away from Army of Darkness as you can be. Yeah. It is very much Just, like what horror is in the 2010s with that story, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I yeah, like it. Fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about it once. I haven't seen it in, sure. I don't know, at least eight years, I yeah. guess now. Uh-huh. So I'm excited to take a look at it again. But uh, we'll be talking about that next time. So stay tuned. Yeah, peace. Yeah.